Welcome to the Heat vs. the World podcast. And now, stand up and make some noise for your host, Joel What's good, y'all? Oh my gosh, man. We here and we ready to pod, y'all. In case you don't know, we pod immediately after this game just finished. Yo, the score was, I think, 119 Miami, 114 Milwaukee. The Heat get the win. They was down by 15 at one point. Y'all know how it is, but that's not the point of why we potting right now. We potting because of one man and one man only. And his name, and what's his name? K. I know Kevin, you were saying this 24 7 on this pod and everywhere else. That man's name is Jimmy Jansport Butler. The man showed up today. 56 points, I believe. That man went crazy. 56 points. I think he was like, what, 19, 17, and 26 from the field? I don't know. But the efficiency was there. That man was hooping. That man was hooping. I was hearing from people telling me that, oh, you know what? When Giannis come back, he going to give Jimmy hell. Oh, what, what was the hell, though? What was the hell? Was it the fact that he held him under 60 points? Was that the hell that he gave Jimmy? I don't know. I don't know, y'all. The Heat came in, and you know what? It was looking bad for a second. But the Heat came through, and it's because of Jimmy Jansport Butler. We are here. We are here. He arrived. Greatest performance we ever seen in the playoffs. So what they talking about? They said that my man wasn't going to be able to do this consistently. They said that my man was overrated. They said that contract yes. wasn't worth it. What, what, what they talking about? What they talking about? What they trying to say that Jimmy can't do this? He can't do that. Shut the hell up. Jimmy Butler has been that guy. And they better stop playing on my man's name like that. Anyways, 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 I can keep this going all day. I can keep this going. But you know what? I want to hear what y'all got to say. I'm going to start off with you, Kevin, man. What's up? What's up? Man, I'm not even I'm, – I'm on 10 like you, but I'm not going to get as amped up. I'm going to chill out a little bit because I, I really want to curse. And I don't want to have you up all night editing. I know you got homework to do and stuff like that. <laughs> but Jimmy freaking Butler, man, like this game was crazy as hell. We've seen this dude put on – all-time playoff performances just within the past last two seasons. Um, and this was just incredible, bro. 56 of them, they was loud as hell. Every single one of them was needed. Man, it, was, it felt like at times he was literally the only one on the court, and that's not even disrespectful to the rest of the team, but it was just the performance he was putting on, bro. Like, it didn't matter who the Bucks put on him. It didn't matter what covers they tried to do. They tried to double-team him. They tried to do whatever and still could not stop this man, bro. And you know when Jimmy's hitting threes, it's just that type of night. And the way that he was just pulling up for three tonight told me everything about the mindset that he was on coming into this game. And he lived up to it, bro. This is the most points ever scored by a single player in Heat franchise history. 56 of them. I cannot say it enough. And again, bro, he's incredible. I mean, I don't think you could you could say anything about his superstardom. You, to me, like, you, you can say whatever you want about Jimmy Butler, bro, but just make sure you call that man a winner at the end of the day. I don't even care that he doesn't have a championship, bro. If, if he's on your team, you have a chance to win any single night, any single game versus anybody, bro. And that's just a fact. And what he did tonight is legendary. Honestly, I can go on all night about it, but him alone, 
bro, the entire game we were trailing for the most part. It felt like the Bucks were up seven or eight the entire game. And that fourth quarter, man, I give a lot of credit to the Heat defense as a whole, but Jimmy himself, bro, like he's just him. He's Hemi Butler. He's Jimmy Jansport Butler. And what he did tonight just solidifies the legacy that is Jimmy Michael Jordan Butler. Amen, 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 amen. And I can talk about this all day too, but I want to get other all y'all in on the mic and have y'all say what you gotta say. So I'm gonna pass the mic to you, Nick. What's up? I mean, he had what 22 points at the end of the first quarter. So you knew from like the, the start of the night that Jimmy was looking to Jan sport it. And then uh I gotta hear five minutes and twenty-one seconds left in this game, the heater down ten points. And they're able to do that with some key defense from Kyle, some nice shots from Kayla, but for the most part, just Jimmy. Jan sporting. It was uh, nuts. For real, for real. I'm just still I, I'm just still shocked right now. And let's see, we got Will up on the mic. We got a lot of people up. We got a seven-man rotation tonight, and I love it. Will, what about you, bro? What's going through your mind? Yo, y'all hear me? Yup. What's good? What's good? Um, I'm still kind of shocked to be honest. I'm not gonna lie. Um, he was just dominant. He defense, uh, offense, playmaking, scoring. He was doing everything. And um, yeah, it's just crazy. Like the end of the, towards the end, we we're down. I think ten nine points, and they panned to Jimmy, and he was smiling like he knew what was gonna happen. So the confidence that he has is is a is a big part of all that. And the crazy part is he had 56, but I don't think he scored that much in the second quarter. So he could have had way more. Yep. Wow, but that's a that's an all-time playoff performance for sure. Hundred percent. And what what about you, Orchard? What's on your mind? And it's funny because I know Orchard on the school night right now, but he had to watch that greatness that is Jimmy Butler. What's up with you, though? Yes, sir. Got it. Got to grind on the podcast. This was too special of a performance to not be able to join the podcast. I think I'm still I'm still shocked, man. I think the entire NBA fan bases are are shocked. Everyone, I can't even imagine being in that arena. It must have been an amazing feeling. And I want to remind you that the Bucks have three Defensive Player of the Year candidates. Not this year, but in general. You got Drew Holiday, Giannis, and Lopez. And they all were switching on to Jimmy, and no one could stop him. It was just unbelievable, unbelievable to watch. And I don't want to hear anyone say that, you know, he's not that guy. Like, I remember, you know, after we lost against the Hawks, they're like, oh, yeah, playoff Jimmy isn't a thing. I don't ever want to hear anything ever again about him not being that guy in the playoffs. I mean, he carried us in the first quarter. He was a little bit quiet in the second quarter, but I, I think his defense made up for it. Like, that's an underrated thing to talk about in this game was his defense especially against mismatches against Giannis. He was unbelievable. And this is, this is a performance to remember. Amen. And how about you? Let's see. Who else we got to get on the mic? Let's see. Because we got a whole lot of people up in here. I see we got Dean. What's up, guy? What's up, my guy? Dean, you there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, man. Y'all, y'all not giving Jimmy Butler his respect. Y'all keep disrespecting him by saying he was in his Jane sport bag. No, that's cheap. That boy was in his Goyard bag tonight. He dropped Amen. 56 points. That was singly one of the greatest Heat playoff performances ever. And we've seen some great ones. Listen, 
I'm gonna say this, man. I don't even I don't I don't deserve to celebrate this. I don't deserve to celebrate Jimmy Butler greatness tonight because I didn't doubt him, but I doubted the team. I doubted the team. I undermined his greatness. But anyway, with that being said, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let someone else take over the mic, who who is probably the biggest Jimmy Butler fan that I know, and who who who, who praised Jimmy Butler to the highest. And that ain't nothing other than my good friend, my guy, K. Hey, how y'all doing, man? How y'all doing? We doing good. Yeah, I'm calm, man. I'm calm over here. You know what I mean? I expected this shit. Excuse my French, Joe. Bleep that out. You know what I mean? This Jimmy Butler we talking about, man. This Jimmy Butler. This Jimmy Butler, the man that put the team on his back. Scored nearly every point that was scored by the Miami Heat in the first quarter. Took a little break. Said, I'm going to give y'all a chance. Somebody show up. Somebody show the hell up. Talk to him, man. Okay, a couple people decided they was going to do a little something. All right, all right, all right. So we're going to get us there. We're going to get us there. I'm going to ease into it. Bam ain't doing nothing. We get to halftime. He was like, all right, what y'all going to do? Is is y'all going to play? Because I'm here. Y'all see what I'm going to do. I've been trying to tell y'all all season. Just get me to the show. Just get me to the offs. I trust Jimmy. I trust Deuce Deuce. That man come with a big, big bag every night. Like my man said, go yard. Everybody can't afford a go yard. Anyway, let me get back to what Jimmy did tonight. And then you get to the fourth quarter where things look bleak, where we down by double digits, 10 points. Giannis is being Giannis. Brooke Lopez is doing Brooke Lopez thing. I mean, I'm not even going to mention Chris Middleton because Jimmy had that boy in a torture chamber all night. Every time Chris Middleton stepped up to guard Jimmy Butler, you could see that vein in his forehead popping out. And if you notice that Chris Middleton has a four, anyway, we're not even going to talk about that. Get him out of here. Um, get him out of here. <laughs> Jimmy Butler got him up out of here, didn't he? Got him up out of here. But I'm just saying. When, when we needed shots, my man Jimmy Butler hit the shots. I mean, where you want it from? You want it from three? Okay, I'll give you that. All game hey, long. Man, speak it. I'm going to hit speak you. It. I'm going to hit yes, you sir. when you hurt. Three to three. the head. Mellow gift. Look at the crowd. Step well, back. Well, Step well. back. Let him cook. Come on now. You want it from the mid-range? Come on, Drew. I'm going to give you these. Bye-bow. In your well. face. Take it home. And then, I mean, Jimmy just going to eat when it comes to getting in the paint, getting to the cup, master class from the free throw line. I mean, what more do you want? Himbo, Hemothy, James, Mother Butler was in the building, and he said this was his sh-. He said this was his sh-. The last man that said this was his sh-. He's the greatest player in Miami franchise history. Now, look, we know that LeBron James is the greatest player to ever wear a Miami Heat jersey, but Flash is the greatest player in franchise history. I've been saying this for three years. Since Jimmy Butler came to the Miami Heat, look, look, I had a I had a great appreciation for Jimmy as a player. One of my favorite players, top 10-ish, top 12-ish before he got here because you have to admire the way that the man approaches the game if you like hoops. If you like hoops, you have to admire the way that the man approaches the game. And if you don't like that, then you're just a sucker that don't like hoops, but you like counting stats and highlights. But we ain't going to talk about that right now because this is about Jimmy. This is about Mike's son. Um, So the thing about that is, though, when he came here, watching him up close, and I, and I said this recently, watching him up close, night in and night out, Jimmy, Buc- Jimmy Butler became one of my absolute favorite players. I mean, like, 
he's probably no, not probably. Jimmy Butler right now is my third favorite player. I, I can't hold you. It go LeBron, it go Flash, it go Jimmy, it go Shaq, and then Mike. Now, now that's my list. That, that like no hat, like no no people that had these conversations with me, and they'll tell you I've said this recently. But Jimmy Butler catapulted himself with this um with with, with this game for performance um. To being the second greatest player in Miami Heat franchise history, I said that. Believe that. We're going back to Cream City, and we're going to walk out of there with a first-round playoff victory over everybody's favorite, the number one seed, Woo! the Greek Talk freak, all Talk that, everything. Hey, how you say get dunked on in Greek? Somebody tell me that. We're going to find out Wednesday. We're going to say head they, toss for now. Yeah, they said he was going to give Jimmy hell. He ain't done nothing tonight. Oh my gosh. This 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 game right here, man. This have to put Jimmy up there. Like he doesn't get a lot of respect and love outside of you know Miami fans and you know like guys like Jalen Rose and and even you know Perk he he gives some uh he gives Jimmy his flowers when, when it's due. But I'm happy this was on a big stage on TNT in the playoffs, a, a big game to go up 3-1 against Milwaukee because I feel like, you know, that finals run he had years, a couple years ago in the bubble, I feel like, you know, it it, it, it put him up there, but it, it faded quickly. Like, people forgot quickly how great he was. And, and honestly, I'm going to be honest, a lot of Heat fans forgot quickly how great Jimmy Butler was, and, and I was one of them. I was one of them who, who, you know, didn't have much faith in this team this year coming into the playoffs. And my guy, Kay, he was telling me, like, don't forget about 22. Don't forget about 22. Don't forget about 22 in the playoffs. And I was like, I don't think 22, as great as he is, I don't think he can lift this this team up in the playoffs this year. And boy, was I wrong. And i never been so happy in my life to be as wrong as I was. man. Just a big shout out to Jimmy Butler, man. Tremendous performance for him tonight. Like, seriously, man. This was like one of the all-time great performance in Miami Heat history. And I gotta say this too. I have to say this is that that's one of my favorite parts about Jimmy, bro. They always are trying to doubt this man. They said when he was a 30th pick that from Marquette, it was a reach being picked number 30th. And then the main thing is too, bro, he's a self-made superstar. A lot of these dudes that are stars now, they've been dubbed a star since they was in eighth grade, middle school. Jimmy, bro, was he went to JUCO, bro. He started off at a JUCO and worked his way up. Self-made superstar, blue collar, whatever you want to call it. All from the ground up, brick by brick, bro. So that's what I'm saying. He's not he's not just no average star, bro. He really did this. Like he really transformed himself into he's supposed to be a role player. He was supposed to be a dude that just comes in and just guards the other team's best player every night. No, he does that, and he's dropping 30s, 40s, and 50s. Damn near 60. So, respect Jimmy Butler, bro. He's he's different, bro. He's not the average star at all. I don't know why people were talking about, oh, should we trade him and this and that. You sound crazy as hell. Like, be honest with yourself. So, respect Jimmy Butler, bro. 22 is not one of them ones at all. Mm-hmm. Talk to him. And let's see. We could talk about Jimmy Butler all day, but I know we got a game to talk about as well. So, before we talk about the game, who else trying to say something about Jimmy? The mic is all yours. Going once, going twice. Me, I do. Let me say something real quick. All I, right. 
Let me give an apology once again to Jimmy Butler again. Jimmy Butler, I am so sorry that the Miami Heat has failed you. And number 13 has failed you. Bam Adebayo, you need to show up come game five. We need you to show up. I do not care that you score, that you already averaging 17 points in the playoffs this season, so far this playoff series. That is not enough. We need more from you on the offensive end. Jimmy cannot go into Cream City, like my guy K just said, and put up another 56 points in, again. I mean, yes, it's possible. He can do it. But no, we need something from Bam Adebayo. Please. Somebody help Jimmy Butler out. I was trying to stall him out, but I knew Dame was gonna say it. I was trying to stall him out though, because I figured we was hey, gonna get listen. there. Um, somebody I mean, has Jimmy, to show up. We shouldn't. We shouldn't have to depend on Jimmy to do that. We shouldn't we have can, to. But we shouldn't. Right. Man, it's so much going on right now, and I see we got George joining the fray to make this a podcast of eight. We talking about Jimmy Butler and Jimmy Jimmy Butler only, man. George, tell me what's on your mind right now about Jimmy, Jan Sport, Goyard Butler, whatever you want to call that, man. What's up? I I'm not even home, man. I'm I <laughs> I was watching that game in the car, in the back seat, parked on the side of the road. I was losing my mind. What in the hell did we just see? From Jimmy Butler, I'll tell you what, the greatest performance by any Miami Heat player in the playoffs history. How lucky we are to see that is is unequivocally the best feeling of all time. Like, I going to that fourth quarter, I was like, it's done, dust, that he's tried his best. What are you going to do? The, the, the way that man turns it up and he goes, you know what, I'm going to hit back-to-back threes to give us the lead. And then just rally everyone together. They the, the Bucks look defeated. They look completely and down and out defeated. And that is the best feeling when you're the opposition. They said we were gonna get swept, y'all. They said we were gonna get swept. <laughs> they wanted the 14 they said we, pick. What are they gonna say Yo, now? They wanted the 14 pick though. Jimmy said Fuck all that. Bro, they said that they said that Greek man that's from Nigeria. It's no Nigerian man from Greece, excuse me. They said he was going to stop from Jimmy Butler. Do he even know? Exactly. And first, and also, <laughs> let me say this: put some respect on the Greek's name, though. You, you, he tried. He can't. No, no, he no, can't no, put no. That no. You you're right. You're right. Nothing you're over right. there tonight. We don't no, respect you nobody. Know, Jimmy Butler's performance. What what Brook Lopez was, and Giannis did in that game was uh, was dominant. I'll give you and that, bro. That Jimmy, I'll give you that. But when it's five versus eight, George, I usually don't cut people off. But when it's eight. five versus eight, and they're allowing one team to impose their physical will at a whim, they're calling everything ticky tack on their side and not giving the other team a call. And that team that don't get a call all night still find a way to come back from 10 down with four minutes left in the game. We don't respect nothing over there tonight. Dead I love down. your energy. Talk to I him. love your energy. And I got to say, I don't want to hear no Chris Middleton love or praise at all. And I don't want to hear no Jimmy Butler comparisons to Chris Middleton. That was disgusting. The first three letters of his name starts with mid. Don't forget that. Don't Amen. Oh, that's a bar. That's a bar. That's a bar. That was heavy. Oh my god. Oh, I love you, god. George. I want to shot at you. I just had to get that off. Um, but Cab, no, I, I just I can't take anything. You can't. No one can ever say 
the Bucks didn't try their hardest. Their star was injured, and he's like, you know what? We got to play. Hey, hey, then George. You got 36 of Brook Lopez. He triple-double, bro. He triple-double, triple double 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 Don't say injured. George, hold don't on, say injured. I don't mean to cut you off. I don't I don't mean to cut you off. But what Kanye West say? Jimmy Butler had one of the greatest playoff performances of all time. We're just hey, going to leave it at that. We're not giving Milwaukee fans or Chris Middleton and Brook Lopez and – and the Greek freak, they ain't getting no love tonight. They get their love tomorrow. Chris Middleton, that five dollar pack. The first three letters yeah, his yeah. name, Mid. Remember, exactly. Tonight is about and, Jimmy Butler and Joel and K. And, and Brooke Lopez, they don't get, they don't get no love tonight. Joel and K. They, remember they, they what I said tomorrow. the last episode? I said, four for four, four for four, four for exactly, four for four, four, and that's what happened. Jimmy Time Butler, come out. Listen, listen. Before we move on, can we please, can we please give Coach Bo? His love tonight. I no one, no one on a timeline, nowhere has mentioned how great Coach Bo has been tonight. He has been out coaching, uh, uh, Bud, whatever, the, whatever his name is, all series for one. But tonight, he like, come on, it was like, it was great tonight. And then not only that, he just tied uh, Rick Arbach, whatever the hell his name is, that old guy from Boston. He just tied him. <laughs> For they six had all, all the good players in a play sixty-player league. C- come on, bro! Like, it, like we we have to give Spo his flowers tonight. If nobody else will, I will. And I'm a, I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm gonna echo that. What's what's understood don't need to be said. But to your point, Dean, the criticism is very very loud. So the praise must be as loud. Respect, Spo, Sposeph, the great top fifteen is what I call him. Top fifteen. Listen, he might be top five, and and that's mm-hmm. what all due respect, man. He might be top five. Right. And, but you know, and shout outs to Spo, but I, you know what, earlier, Kevin, you was on here and you was talking about everything Jimmy Butler went through. Like, it's such an inspirational story. And there's this one graphic that I always saved on my phone that I had to quickly pull up. Let me see if I can show it on here so I can read it as I see it. So Jimmy Butler, man, they say his story is a movie. He went homeless at 13, 73rd ranked shooting guard in Texas. No D1 office. He went to Juco. He went, he faxed his Marquette letter from a McDonald's. He did all of that. And we all know what he is now. I don't got to read that two part. We all know what he is now. We know he is that guy. We know this. We know what he about. And we saw tonight in case any of you losers out there forgot it. Any of y'all that was trying to get rid of him, anyone that was trying to say that he the type of guy that cooled down, any of y'all who was trying to say any of that, y'all mad quiet now. But that's fine. That's fine. Because we see the screenshots. We got all of them. But you know what? We we, we can expose them people the other day, the next time. Because right now, I'm just here to embrace Jimmy Butler and acknowledge the man that is, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I'm at a whole other place right now. I'm at a lot for words because that man really did it tonight oh my gosh oh my gosh so you know what we're not even gonna talk about the game at this point screw it we've been talking about jimmy butler for 20 something minutes and we're gonna keep it like that because he deserves this whole thing man shout outs to the other guys that scored the points that did what they did shout outs to all of them but this is a jimmy butler appreciation podcast and that's what it's gonna be like but at the same time we do got to give other people their love too so I will let you guys hop on the mic and say one player specifically, aside from Jimmy Butler, that y'all would like to share some love with. And let's see, we'll start off with um, let's see, who who wants to go first? Um, Me, I'm gonna go first. I, I'm right. gonna go first because I'm gonna keep mine short and simple. 
we got to give a lot of shout out and love to Duncan Robinson, man. We Everybody, I mean, everybody has been giving him heat all season. And it was much due deserved because he wasn't on the court. And when he was on the court, he wasn't playing well. But since these playoffs started, he has been stepping up. I and mean, he's been showing his butt off. Shout out to Duncan Robinson, man. Oh, exactly. Shout out to Duncan, especially after that performance he had in game three, you know, 20 points and everything. You know, despite everything, that man still finds a way to shine right now. And he's been amazing for the Heat. And let's see. Uh, who, who else trying to hop on the mic? Let's see. Um, Kevin, I thought okay. you unmuted. Yeah. Okay, you, want, you got something you want to say? I got you. I got you. Um, I'm going to go Kyle Lowry. And I, I low-key wanted to go Bam, I'm not going to lie. But I'm going to go with Kyle Lowry because I feel like the way they started off that fourth quarter set the tone for the rest of how the rest of the game was going to play out. And defensively, I mean, he made some big-time plays. Like, if we're being honest, people don't want to say it, but he made crunch time plays. He did have a couple fullest turnovers. I know I watched the game like the rest of y'all. But he also had them – even though he had them a couple turnovers, he made up for them. And he did exactly what he needed to do. And y'all, y'all got to respect him, bro. That's all I'm going to say. You can say whatever about him, but – he was in the main lineup that brought us back into this game. Don't forget that. All the important minutes that it took to get back into it and make it an actual game. Yeah, Jimmy did obviously what he had to do. Duncan did him, and Bam made plays defensively. But Kalo was solid, too. And I'm, I'm really only saying him because I know no one else is going to say his name. But it's Kyle Lowry for me. Right. And let's see. I think, K, you was trying to say something earlier. What's on your mind, man? Nah, that was the guy you want. That wasn't me. I think that was Will. That Was that you, Will? Yeah, I said something. I was going to wait. Yeah, no, nah, go ahead, boys. I'm going to close it right because I can say something about any of these guys, man. I'm just letting y'all get y'all stuff off because y'all know me. I'm going to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Caleb Martin. He was big in the fourth. Um, he was in the past. See what I'm saying? Like, See what I'm saying? Y'all just yeah, said my three. My bad, Will. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you good. But, yeah, he was in the passing lanes. Um, He had a big – I think they called it a long, too, but he had a big shot in Giannis's face when it was, like, back and forth. He had a lot of good defensive plays. I think he gave Middleton his sixth foul, fifth or sixth, one of the two, but he played huge in the fourth, so shout out to him. Right, and let's see. Um, Okay, how about you? Look, man, like I said, all of those guys deserve huge shout outs. I mean, yeah, Kyle Lloyd made some boneheaded plays, threw the ball away a couple times on the inbound, and also on that fine to Duncan. He gets himself in trouble sometimes because he wants to do so much so bad, but his physical limitations won't allow him to. So what he can do is still be crafty, and he ends up running around the court and puts him in a bad position. Sometimes it makes a great play happen. Sometimes it puts him in a bad position. So if he can limit those and just do the crafty veteran stuff, like Kev mentioned towards the end of the game, where he's right there where he needs to be, where he put his body in the position that it needs to be to make a play or to make the Bucks do something stupid. Like those are the veteran star, former star plays. I mentioned Kev Deem and Joe can attest to that. Um, Kevin Love, um, Kyle Laurie, they both made them throughout this series. I can mention Duncan Robinson, who's arguably been the second best player throughout this series, not because he's been consistently productive, but in his opportunities, he's made the biggest plays without his shooting. We absolutely cannot win these games. And as I mentioned, as we all have mentioned in some form or fashion, it's not just about the shots that he makes or misses. You see it now. Chris Middleton, Pat Connelton, Grace Nowlin, Drew Holiday, anybody else they can find that can run a 4-4-40 is chasing Duncan around the court. He's creating so much space simply because you know you can't leave his fool open because he bike, 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 bike. I mean, and lastly, Caleb Martin, without his energy, without his effort, without his timely playmaking on both sides of the ball, I mean, without him doing 
absolutely everything. And let's not forget the big shots and crucial moments. We don't win these games either. So, I mean, you can name those guys. You can name Haywood Highsmith, who came in and gave us absolutely critical minutes because we need somebody to play those minutes. Shout out to Depot, by the way. Shout out to that man. And shout out to the rest of the team for saluting him with their entry shirts or whatever. But Haywood Highsmith came in and gave up his body, hit his head on the camera. But he absolutely had to do that. Knock down a big three. I mean, the whole roster showed up. Jimmy goes, you know, Jimmy takes them wherever they'll go. But you appreciate the effort showed by other guys. And Bam needs to be absolutely better. He does. But in the moments that mattered in the end, he didn't trick it off. And at this particular juncture, watching what he did, that's all you can be happy for. He stood as a barrier. So I'm not going to totally poo-poo on him. But I'm sure he knows right now that he absolutely, absolutely, absolutely has to be better. Yep. And and I'm willing to keep this going. All I'm going to say is that if you do want to repeat a name that was said before, that is fine. Because so far we've had a part of, what, eight people on this so far? And there's only 15 people on the team. So we got more than half of the players that's on that squad. So that's fine if you want to repeat a name. I'm going to pass the mic to you, Orchard. Yeah, I would like to go with Kyle Lowry, too. Now, obviously, you know, you guys are mentioning his mistakes, and I will lie, I was cursing him out a little bit. Sorry about that, Kyle. But his defensive plays in the fourth quarter were absolutely critical. I mean, he was just giving the Bucks hell in on defense. Even though, if you look at the box score, he only had one steal. I mean, you could just tell he was his impact on the game, and it, it, came, it helped us get some very timely buckets. That's, that's all I got to say about that. Mm-hmm. And let's see, who else trying to hop on the mic? Let's see, uh, Nick, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I got to say it's either Kyle or it's Caleb for me. I mean, if you look at both of them, obviously besides Jimmy, they both showed up big defensively in the fourth quarter. And and even with Jimmy having as much as Jimmy did, Caleb and Kyle led the team in plus minuses. So I got to go with those guys tonight as the, the two that helped the most. Caleb hit. Two clutch shots in the fourth quarter, played great defense. And, I mean, that one where Kyle locked up Drew Holiday till the end of the shot clock and was able to poke the ball away from him, that gave Jimbo the dunk on the – dunk to get the first lead back. Mm, come on. Mm-hmm. So, with that all being said, we all covered a lot of players right there. For me personally, it's hard to pick. But if I'm going to go with anyone, I'm going to go with – let's see – I'm going to go with Duncan Robinson, too, because we know how much DMPs he picked up this year. We all saw the criticism he received. I think we all seen that one report where all these anonymous GMs was coming out and saying that he was the worst contract in the league. And yet you had a guy like, um, what's the guy named from Brooklyn? Joe Harris. Joe Harris only has seven points. In that whole, um, what's it called? He had only had seven points that whole series against um, Philadelphia. While this man, Duncan, had 20 in just one game, in that game three specifically. And that man even showed out tonight as well. So after everything has been through, all the ups and downs, I'm glad that he's getting a chance to bowl out and the fact that he's coming up big. Because, you know, one thing for me is that I never want to try to be too optimistic because, you know, it's like, you know, because I don't want to get my hopes up too much. But it's three one, Joe. It's three one. It's three one. He's gonna shoot good because he's he gonna shoot good because the confidence there. I ain't want to cut you off, yep. but I gotta say this: Davis Bertans, Joe Harris, Doug McDermott, Duncan Robinson. They set the market. He got the money, and right now I would still take Duncan over either of those three. Continue. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. 
the, right. it, by, by the way, Kata, that was a good comparison. You, you you totally right about that, and I agree with that. Overall, man, like he came out and did his thing, and I'm just happy because I was like, if he does have a good game, will it just be you know one good game and that's it for the series? I didn't know because that's how it's kind of been with him in the past. We saw that last year, that Atlanta series where he had that one monster game in game one, and then that was pretty much it from there. But this series, he's had more than one good game, and that's something that I'm just so blessed to see. Like, we really got 2020 Duncan back. Like, I might cry, y'all. I might cry. Because we got Jimmy Butler being iconic like he always is, and you got 2020 Duncan back. Like it's and I said this last part, but I always joked about how maybe our three point shooting is gonna be crap in the regular season, and then all all of a sudden we just spice it up and we just automatically one of the best teams in three point shooting come to playoffs, kind of like a reverse of what happened um the previous season where we were good in the regular season and then we fell off a cliff come playoff time. So the fact that it's low key coming together right now. You know, we still got a lot more basketball left to be played in this playoffs. But the fact that it's low-key starting to take shape, you know, that makes me feel good on the inside. You know, but we can talk about all this all day. Um, let, 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 hey, so but like the dude always... said on Coming to America, though, they beat the Milwaukee Bucks' his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, <laughs> so let's see. We can, we can talk about... We can talk about this all day, but um, I know it's like what eleven oh two right now, so or at least here in um the East Coast. So I know some of us gotta go to bed and stuff. So let's just head into the final topic of the night. Unfortunately, another non-Jimmy Butler topic, but it is what it is. Let's talk about our game five expectations. This could be a Jimmy Butler topic too, if you want to make it like that. So let's see. Who wants to talk about their expectations for game five? I'll start off with um Will. The mic is yours. Uh expectations game five. They're gonna come out stronger than they did tonight. Um hopefully Bam shows up better than he did tonight, so Jimmy don't gotta carry like he did, but I think we take it. I pray we do. I, I, I like that. And let's see. Um let's see. I'm gonna pass the mic to you, Nick. What about you? Yeah, I agree. I think I think if you're gonna wanna win it, you're gonna hope that it's not Jimmy going for fifty plus again. You're gonna hope Bam's involved and more people are just going. I, I wanna say we'll take it. It'd it'd be incredible to go into their house and just beat them again, but yeah, mm-hmm. we'll 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 win. I'll go. I'm going with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll say this. When you suffer a massive... Yeah, like, because when you suffer, like, a massive gut punch, like... Oh, it's hard to recover from something like that. Yeah, like, that's such a massive momentum shift. Like, I get it. They didn't even have much momentum because they did get blown out in that um game, in that game three. But it's like, you up 15 and you still found a way to blow it, even with your superstar back? Like, nah, man. Nah, man. I don't know. I know they feeling mad dejected about this one. But let's see. Who else we trying to get on the mic? Uh, who hasn't talked? Uh, let's see. Deem, how about you? Listen, next game, this is what, game five in Milwaukee. The The building is going to be packed. We just came back, you know, from a huge, huge game, a big game where Jimmy gave all he had 
in this game where we obviously seen that he was gassed. Listen, man, this Milwaukee Bucks team does have championship pedigree. Like, this team did win a championship not too long ago. It's going to be tough. It's going to be super tough. We're going to need more than just 22. Yes, 22 can drop 56 again, but we see how close this game was the entire, you know, end of the fourth quarter. We we definitely going to need more than 22. We're going to need 13 to step up. We're going to need seven to step up. We're going to, you know, hopefully get a, another good game from Caleb Martin, another big shooting performance from Duncan Robinson. It's going to take all hands in to beat this Milwaukee this Milwaukee Bucks team, I believe it's Wednesday night. It's going to be a tough fight, man. I, I do think, you know, Miami can pull this off. I actually think they will pull it off because I think we will get a, another great uh, Jimmy performance. I don't, it might not be 56 points, but I think he's going to, he's going to, he's going to come to play like he does, like he always does. But hopefully, you know, we can get the other guys to get involved and, and play some pretty good basketball. Listen, man, they're they going to come out to play. And I expect Chris Middleton, he didn't have a great game last game. He, he, he Out of this whole series, he probably had, like, one good game. So I, I don't know, man. It's going to be a tough game. But like I said, we're going to need the other guys to come in and play. Mm-hmm. And let's see, Orchard, what about you, man? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think we have all the momentum on our side. And hopefully we can get that win. And... I think the key really is our role players. I mean, the fact that nobody scored t- at least 20 points or more is kind of ridiculous. And I'd expect at least one or two players to at least hopefully get there in the next game. I mean, we can't have Max Drews doing cardio for 17 minutes. I mean, my guy was putting up Tony Snell numbers today. So can't have that happening again. Um, and really, I-, I just think it's about scoring runs, man. This game is becoming a game of runs. And I don't. I- I'm going to expect the Bucks to start off strong or somewhere in the middle, they're going to go on a big run. And it's really just about responding to that. And a lot of that is just three-point shooting. You know, I felt like today our three-point shooting was a little inconsistent um, compared to the last few games. But I'm hoping that today Jimmy Butler just showed this team that they, they're ready to move on to the next round. And hopefully that encourages them to step it up in their shooting. And let's go. Mm-hmm. And last, I guess last but not least, I think Kevin had to hop out. But Kay, what about you, man? What what you thinking for this game five? Yeah, everybody had good points, man. I I can't really say anything profound. I think I can articulate a little bit, um, just on how I'm feeling in relation to how the rest of the guys are feeling. Like I said, it's pretty much the same. This Miami Heat team has all the momentum because the bucks are against the wall they know that they have to beat this miami heat team three straight times to win this series with at least one of those games being in miami and i can't imagine them doing that let's put that out there the heat are gonna win this series i'm gonna say that um i just don't know if it's gonna be in game five in milwaukee because as dean pointed out that building is going to be alive after coming off of this performance where they let down like they did um they're gonna come in there with all of the energy but because of that tension and because the Miami Heat have momentum, it's not going to take much to steal their hearts. So as you know, to whip it back around, as I said, agreeing with everybody, if the role players and the rest of the guys step up and just give Jimmy a little support and Jimmy's not going to necessarily have to score 60, but if they step up and give him a little support, 
this Miami Heat team can absolutely go in there and get a win because we've seen them do it already in this series. I would say, honestly and realistically, this is a 50-50 game. I'm never going to not pick my team after tonight, especially I'm never not going to pick Jimmy Butler with Jimmy Butler's at least 80%. Um, I'm not going to pick them when, you know, they're coming out the bubble and there's more time between the two parts of the bubble than there is between the two seasons. I'm sorry I flashed back. I ain't going to preach. But I'm just saying, I'm never going to not pick my guys. But this is a 50-50 game. But I'm rolling with the heat because after watching this performance from Jimmy Butler, after seeing yourselves perform so subpar, everybody besides Duncan Robinson as a whole, Kyle, I mean, you know, Kevin Love and Spots, Kyle Laurie, um, late and then you know Caleb Martin throughout but as a whole after watching yourself not support your guy in the way that you could I have to imagine that this Miami, Miami Heat team comes out playing as inspired as their absolute preeminent superstar did in this game for a performance for the ages so I'm gonna pick my team but I'm gonna also be real and say it's 50-50 but the Miami Heat are gonna win this series let's not get that twisted right you know as long as we got Jimmy hey, listen the idea Miami is not gonna blow anything. All right. Listen, Jimmy Butler is that freaking guy, and you know he on a whole other level right now. We know he on a mission. So that's why, in my opinion, I wouldn't be surprised if we win game five, mainly because of the fact that, like I said before, game losing this game tonight is such a massive gut punch for this Bucks team. And even if they find a way to win this game, I just don't see them having the strength to go into um, Kaseya Center. If you want to call it the American Airlines Arena, that's cool. Whatever you call that stadium. They're they, they not finishing in this series. They're not going to win this. Like, they either, Miami's taking this in five. If not, we'll take it in six. And that's the bottom line because I want, I came out here and I told y'all. And I know, okay, you got something you want to add? The mic is all yours. Also wanted to say we also want to keep an eye on Giannis because they pointed out late in the game there was something going on with that left side off of the pass. You notice he did become more tentative later in the game and become a distributor. He also didn't seem like himself finishing even later. He was hoping to draw fouls as opposed to going in to finish with control like he normally does. So And, and also they kept pointing out how he wasn't sitting down long. And when that back is bothering you and you're just trying to keep it loose and from tightening up on you, you don't want to sit down a lot. So he's not 100%, and I think he, you know, may have, you know, tweaked it up a little bit more. So we're going to want to keep an eye on that. At this point, yo, I don't even care about being the best players. Just pack them up. Get them up out of here. Amen, amen, amen. And before I officially close this part out, I want to know, is, is there anything y'all want to add before we call this a podcast? I just want to shout out Jimmy for dunking on Giannis. That's all I got to say. Ooh, no, how you say get done and great? <laughs> nah, man. Cause like I said before, that was supposed to be the man that was gonna stop Jimmy. What happened? What, what happened? happened man? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, well, who else I, trying to add? Me. Okay, I want to say, say this. I want to be quick, man. Um, no matter what happened in the regular season, no matter what anybody wanted to happen in the regular season or in the playoffs. I mean, I'm sorry, in the play-in, Miami Heat is now in the playoffs. We're now yeah. up 3-1. We Yes, we're here. We up 3-1. We still got one more game to win to get out of this round. So it's not over yet. Like Kobe Bryant said, job not finished. We still have to win. But let's put all the crap we said aside. In the regular season, in the play-in, anything that, that we wanted to happen, 
It didn't happen for some of us. It did happen for some of us. Miami Heat can compete for the Larry O'Brien Trophy this season. They're still in it. We're up wow. three. We have one more game to go. So let's talk that shit, that Dave. Talk that. Let's talk put that. All that bull crap to the side, and let's focus on beating the Milwaukee Bucks, being great fans, getting behind this team, and helping them bring home that fourth Larry O'Brien Trophy. I just got to say, man, Deem, the character development with you is amazing right now. Like, I know you've been kind of you've been, <laughs> you been kind of the downer for the Heat this season, but I, lo- I love it right now, man. Like, you, you, the character development with you right now is amazing. So I'm glad. To I'm hear working on him. I'm working on him, Joe. I'm going to send the company a bill because <laughs> they sit on my couch once a week. And, and, you know, it's a hard job, but somebody got to do it, man. Somebody got to do the Lord's work. It can't just be me and Jimmy Butler. I promise. It can't just be me and him. Shout out to my right. guy, too, man. <laughs> and let's see, uh, Nick, you got something you want to uh, mention as well? Yeah, this one is. This one's for Kay. You know, my Google Translate will work. Hold on, technical difficulties. Oh, he trying to tell me how to say it. Come on, please, 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 please. You know what? Hold on. Hold on. You know what? Uh, this was just working when my mic was muted. Here, It'd while, be like we that. Wait, while we wait for it to work, I know, Will, you also had something you want to say. The mic is yours. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think we take it next game, and I think it's going to be a BAM game. Not no, not no 30-plus, something like that, but I think he's going to have 25 points, 20 points, something like that, but he's going to bounce back next game. We need to see that. That would be like, that would be nice to see. Right. So let's see, Nick. You you ready or? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready now. Let's do it. Vifistite. 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 Yeah. Play that in Giannis's <laughs> ear all night. Hey, record. Somebody record <laughs> that and make that a tweet. Make that a tweet at me, and I'm gonna at, at the me. world. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a fun pod, though, man. What a fun pod. We talked about so much, though. Uh, let's see. I, I'm still at a loss for words after everything that happened tonight. Um, but let's see. Um, thank y'all so much for tuning in to today's episode of Heat vs. the World. Make sure to follow me at JoeKJacob. I got a huge list to go um to um list right now. I got make sure to follow Deem at BL Deem. Make sure to follow Nick at Nick underscore K N E C H T. Make sure to follow um Orchard at Jim VP versus the World. Uh, make sure to follow K on Twitter at K underscore said underscore K. And let's see. Um, Will, 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 Will. It's been a while since you've been on the pod. I'm going to need you to refresh my memory on your um, username. What, what is it again? Kid underscore clutch 12. All right. Thank you. Kid underscore clutch 12. Uh, make sure to follow George, who was also on the pod earlier at um, Lifer. Make sure to follow our guy Kev at Kevo Mufasa 7. That's two O's in Kevo. And may, uh, make sure to follow He vs. The World on all platforms at HVTW Podcast. We got so much content heading your way, especially on the YouTube channel. So make sure to subscribe. Not only are we dropping all of our podcast episodes on there, we got Biscayne Breakdown with Demon K. New episode coming out soon from them. We got Culture Shock with all the ladies that He vs. The World involved with it. We got so much, man. Even check out HVTWpodcast.wordpress.com. We got the contributors rolling out there with some amazing articles including from my guy k he's been dropping a couple bangers lately and he's gonna keep doing it and aside from that that's basically yes, it from me 
the Miami Heat. We here. Jimmy Butler is that guy. We are not taking any Jimmy Butler slander whatsoever. That man is healed. He is on a whole other level. And that man is one of the greatest, one of, if not, the greatest playoff performers we ever seen in this generation. Talk so that, Joe. Talk, talk, talk to him. Talk to him. Y'all can shut the hell up because this is Jimmy Butler house, y'all. So aside from that, we white we ready to go. And with that being said, hit that music because we out. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time with a brand new episode of the Heat vs. the World podcast.